Okay, so the word that I have for you today is about the power of the Holy Spirit. Okay, so let's go to Acts 1 verse 8. It says, But you shall receive power, ability, efficiency, and might when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you shall be my witnesses in Jerusalem and all Judea and Samaria and to the ends, the very bounds of the earth. Okay, so that was Jesus speaking to his disciples. Now we see the fulfillment of that in, verse, uh, in chapter 2, verse 1. It says, And when the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all assembled together in one place. When suddenly there came a sound from heaven, like the rushing of a violent tempest blast, and it filled the whole house in which they were sitting. And there appeared to them tongues resembling fire, which were separated and distributed, and which settled, upon, uh, settled on each of them. And they were all filled, diffused throughout their souls, with the Holy Spirit, and began to speak in other different foreign languages, tongues, as the Spirit kept giving them clear and loud expression in each tongue in appropriate uh, words. Okay. Um, let's look at verse oh, five, 5. It says, Now there were then residing in Jerusalem Jews, devout and God-fearing men from every country under heaven, and when this sound was heard, the multitude came together, and they were astonished and bewildered, because each one of them, um, the apostles, speaking in his own particular dialect. Okay, so um, they heard the apostles speaking in their um, dialect. So they, they, um, that was the manifestation of tongues that they experienced. And, and they were besides themselves with amazing, amazement, saying, are not all these who are talking Galileans? Then how is it that we hear each of us in our own particular dialect to which we were born? And then it lists a lot of the different uh, dialects. Um, verse 11, Cretans and Arabians too. We all hear them speaking in our own native tongues telling of the, and telling of the works of God, the mighty works of God. And they were beside themselves with amazement and were puzzled and bewildered, saying to one another, What can this mean? Okay, but others made a joke of it uh, and derisively said they are drunk and full of sweet, intoxicating wine. But Peter, addressing, uh, standing with the eleven, raised his voice and addressed them, You Jews and all you residents of Jerusalem, let this be explained to you so that you will know and understand. Listen closely to what I have to say. For these men are not drunk, as you imagine. For it is only the third hour, about 9 a.m. of the day. But instead, this is the beginning of what was spoken through the prophet Joel. And it shall come to pass in the last days, God declares, that I will pour out my spirit upon mankind. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy telling forth the divine counsels and your young men shall see visions divinely granted appearances and your old men shall dream dreams um, divinely suggested dreams yes on my men servants and also on my maid servants in those days i will pour out of my spirit and they shall prophesy um, telling forth the divine counsels and predicting the future events 
pertaining especially to God's kingdom. And I will show wonders in the sky above and uh, signs on earth beneath, blood and fire and smoking vapor. Um, and then it goes on, the sun shall be turned into darkness, the moon into blood, before the obvious day of the Lord comes. The great and notable, conspicuous and renowned day. And it shall be that whoever shall call upon the name of the Lord, invoking, adoring and worshipping the Lord, shall be saved. Okay. So, um, yeah, thank you, Jesus. Thank you. You poured out, uh, you poured out the Holy Spirit. Now, if we go to Acts 10... It says here, verse 43, To him all the prophets testify, bearing witness that everyone who believes in him, who adheres to, trusts in, and relies on him, giving himself up to him, receives forgiveness of sins through his name. While Peter was still speaking these words, the Holy Spirit fell on all who were listening to the message. Okay, so, so you see that that the Holy Spirit is, um, came because of the word of forgiveness that was preached. The gospel was preached and the Holy Spirit uh, poured out himself. The Holy Spirit was poured out. Okay, let's go to Acts 4 verse 29. Okay, so um, they were uh, threatened. The disciples were threatened not to speak in the name of Jesus. And then they prayed and they said in verse 29, and now, Lord, observe their threats and grant to your bondservants full freedom to declare your message fearlessly while you stretch out your hand to cure, to perform signs and wonders through the authority and the power of the name of your holy child and servant, Jesus. And when they had prayed, the place in which they were assembled was shaken and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. And they continued to speak the word of God with freedom and boldness and courage. Okay, so and in verse 33 it says, And with great strength and ability and power, the apostles delivered their testimony to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and great grace, loving kindness and favor and goodwill rested richly upon them all. Okay, and uh, verse 32, Now the company of believers was of one heart and soul, and not one of them claimed that anything he possessed was exclusively his own, but everything they had was um, in common and for the use of all. Okay, so there was a unity of, uh, that came uh, when the Spirit was poured out, and also when we uh, walk in unity, um, the Holy Spirit is poured out. When we expect Him uh, in, in unity, by um, by living yielded to, to God. Okay, so you see here that uh, there are many instances where the Holy Spirit was poured out, even though Jesus breathed on the disciples earlier and said, receive my Holy Spirit. Okay, so we receive the Holy Spirit inside of us, but also He comes upon us. Okay, I want to speak to you about some of the gifts of the Spirit. Now, if we look at um, 1 Corinthians 12, verse 7, it says, but to each one is given the manifestation of the Holy Spirit, the evidence, uh, the spiritual illumination of the Spirit for good and profit. To one is given in and through the Holy Spirit the power to speak a message of wisdom, and to another the power to express a word of knowledge and understanding according to the same Spirit. Okay, so God can give us a word of wisdom to solve a specific problem, or, uh, or to do something that can help the world and also 
a word of knowledge. That's a word about someone's specific situation to, um, to show them that God knows them. And then uh, that would be accompanied by a word of prophecy, which is declaring something over their lives and over their future. Okay, so it says to another, wonder-working faith by the same Holy Spirit. So we can receive faith by the Holy Spirit, especially also for creative miracles. We can ask Him uh, if we're praying for something and, and, uh, and we need, we, we, it's, it's bigger than what we're used to, we can ask Him for faith. To another, extraordinary powers of healing by the one Spirit. Okay, so we, uh, we can all pray and heal the sick simply by believing, um, but then it speaks here about um, the, just the, an anointing, a grace for healing, a flow of healing, uh, but also it's just speaking about um, someone walking in healing. Okay, so we're all called to minister healing to the sick. To another, the working of miracles. To another, prophetic insight. Um, the gift of interpreting the divine will and purpose. To another, the ability to discern and distinguish between the utterances of true spirit and false ones. To another, various kinds of unknown tongues. To another, the ability to interpret uh, these tongues. And all these... Uh, gifts, achievement, abilities are inspired and brought to pass by one and the same Holy Spirit. So it comes from the source. So we need to seek the source, then the miracles will be there. Where point is, uh, points to each uh, person individually, exactly as he chooses. Okay, so if you have a, a desire to see a miracle um, or a certain gift flow in your life, the um, Holy Spirit placed that desire in your heart. He wants you to start walking in it so don't disqualify yourself because of this verse realize that um that if you actually have the desire to flow in the gifts it's the holy spirit's will for you to walk in those gifts okay and then it says um verse 13 but earnestly desire and zealously cultivate the greatest and best gifts and graces um the highest and choice of the uh, highest gift the higher gifts and the choices graces graces and yet I will show you a still more excellent way, one that is by far the highest of them all, love. Okay, and then in uh, uh, 1 Corinthians 14 verse 1, it says, Eagerly pursue, seek to acquire this love, make it your aim and your great quest, and earnestly desire and cultivate the spiritual endowments, especially that you may prophesy, interpret the divine will and purpose in inspired preaching and teaching. Okay, so I just want to pray for you. I pray right now that you will receive a baptism in the Holy Spirit, that God will awaken the gifts in your life in Jesus' mighty name. Amen.